This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. You are listening to a Pleasure Podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com. Which drug is best to have sex on? Um, hash. <laughs> That's another sex. story. Different. It was another hash time? Yeah, that was another hash Get time. the fuck out of here. Hey, I, I wish I could get some hash. Which drug is best to have sex on? I would say mindfulness. Oh, for crying out. What? I swear to God. No. You want, that's the best that's drug you're going to have. That's a drug. Oh, you get, my do a nice, God. Do a Boring. nice little deep breathing. Lame thing I've ever heard you say. It's uncomfortable to talk about sex, but sometimes it's important to get uncomfortable. Sex Talk with My Mom is the best mom-son podcast about sex. It's the only one as well. My mother is a cougar. My son is a clown. In a nutshell, my dad died. So my mother decided to create a YouTube channel all about sex, like all mothers do. And then my son decides to use my material in his stand-up comedy routines. And thus, Sex Talk with My Mom was born. Welcome to Sex Talk with My Mom. I'm Cam Poder. You're a little excited, Cam Poder, aren't you? I'm excited for today. I'm Karen Lee Poder, if you didn't know that by now. There are certain days you wake up, you're like, this is going to be a good podcast episode, you know? And is this one of those days for you? It's one of those days. It's so, so far so good for me as well. We're off to a great start. You sneaky freak, I hope you're off to a great start. Maybe this is a hump day for you. I hope you're humping around today. Yeah, I wonder what you're doing when you're listening to this. Do you ever wonder what these sneaky freaks are listening to? Let me, let me guess I mean, what you're doing. The, where I'm going to guess listening? what you're doing. What? You are driving in your car. Yeah. You got a mask about a foot away from you. Yeah. And you're thinking to yourself, when was the last time I washed that mask? Never. Uh, I never, you know, over the past eight ew. months of owning this mask, I have yet to wash that mask, and I, it smells like Cheetos. Oh, my God. It, well, yeah. I, every time I put it on, I get sicker because it, at this point, it's collected all this bacteria. That's what I'm thinking. If you don't wash it, all the, the, all the COVID germs are on there. That's exactly right. So probably right. worse wearing it than without. 100%. But you're protecting other people around you, so keep wearing it. I don't care if you wash it or not. Oh my God. I had an incident yesterday with a mask. I sneezed in it and I was at the grocery store, so I couldn't oh. take it off. So you're stuck literally having oh, yeah. to sneeze in your mask. Thing. Oh, it's like, it it's is. It's like boogers in your mask. Dis- Shame on you. It's fucking so disgusting. Repulsive. Have yeah. you ever had that happen? It's, it's like, oh. uh, what is it called when you fart in your bed and you put it in Dutch oven? When you, when you Dutch, Dutch oven, oven yourself, yeah. it's exactly what it like. It's, it's like it's worse, a COVID though. oven. It's worse because it's not just the sneeze. It, there was snot that came out. So, uh, it's a horrifying. That is horrifying. Was it, a, was it a paper mask? Or what, no, was it, a, it was a cloth mask. Oh, I, I, is it better or worse? The paper one, everyone else can see the, the sh- shit no, snot on it, your it fucking face. It was worse face. because it was soft and mushy and it was stuck. I, I want to vomit. I want to vomit. Okay. And there's nothing you could do unless you want to leave the store. And and you know everyone around you is fucking... If I hear someone sneeze in a grocery store, I bolt Run. the Everybody, opposite direction. I, you, it's a good way to clear a room. I'm obsessed with the grocery stores, by it the way. You should be saying like... It, fire and everybody run now it's sneeze or cough everybody <laughs> runs the other way i i 
I am. Uh, I've deleted Hinge. What? Yeah. Here we go again. How many times do you delete it, <laughs> reinstate it, and then you delete it, and then you reinstate? I get too obsessed with it, and it, I don't get the results I want, so I just delete it in in anger. And uh, so I'm left with the only place I can meet people, which is the grocery store. Oh man! And it, honestly, it's not a great place to meet people when you're covered in snot-filled masks. That's exactly right. No one wants to make little chit chat with you. Well, over the over the fucking. You know, you know, you, you, your the, grandmother, the garbanzo beans, your your grandmother, yeah. you're both both your grandmothers now and your grandmother's uh, caretaker all agree that you need to cut your hair. This is the first thing they ask me when I get on the phone. <laughs> Hi, how are you doing, mom? Did Cameron cut his hair? First of all, why after 31 years, do they still call me Cameron? What do you want them to call you? Cam. Everyone else in my life calls me Cam. Why is my grandma's calling me Cameron? I don't know. He, she, she decided to call you Cameron because it was a serious matter she wanted to discuss. I. It drives her nuts that you have long hair. I called both grandmas yesterday. Both of them were watching 60 Minutes, and both of them told me they hated my hair. <laughs> and and the caretaker. What the fuck is that? Why is the caretaker getting involved? She she gets involved. I don't need she, she it. Has what, an beauty advice from I didn't call for beauty advice. There, I'm calling because I I feel guilty every time I don't call you for more than two weeks. And then why do I have to hear the brunt of it? I don't know, but it gets me in my head. I almost I, I was passing a table of women on the street. You almost wanted a survey. And I I yeah I almost said survey my said ab, my abuelita is on the phone. She tells me she hates my fucking hair. Wait, with the Hispanic people, or you just decided to speak Spanish. My grandma is Hispanic. But why were you saying my abuelita to people sitting? And Everyone saying, knows what abuelita is. You're telling me that you went up, you would hypothetically go up to a group of women in in Silver Lake and you'd ask them what? Yeah, I would, uh, I would, I would have saying, said, I would have thought, you know, these people are, are well-versed in different languages and dialects and they've traveled the world. They could tell me... What about your abuelitas? My okay. abuelita. Okay, I think that's a little odd, but go on. I didn't do it. I was. I, I, it dawned on me after I passed, and actually, in that moment, my hair looked like shit. <laughs> so you know you would get a negative response anyway. This weekend was very interesting for me, mother. Why? I was. I experienced a lot of. I did some introspection. I experienced a lot of anger. Anger. And I don't typically experience anger. Who were you angry at? I don't know. You just had angry thoughts. I, I think was, I know what it is. It was a feeling of, uh, it was like coursing angry testosterone That's what through I'm my thinking. veins. You're working out a lot. Testosterone becomes more prevalent. I, well, actually, I started working out after these feelings started cropping up because I wanted an outlet for them. Oh, and has it helped? Um, I think it made me a little more angry, actually. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Did I mention I started taking testosterone? Why are you taking testosterone? It's supposed to help with a lot of issues like sleep and uh, is this an ad no this is why you asked me why i started taking it and i was having problems sleeping and so i was uh, it's supposed to help with a lot of other issues um and it might increase sexual desire which makes would make me an animal what (laughs) who knows what i'll become the sex crazed person if i'm on this testosterone do you think that your libido right now is at a is a normal level or is it it's normal above average I, I would say mine is normal to um above average not like i would say normal i don't know it depends on you know what's going on in my life like over the weekend it was at its all-time low 
Oh, when Gus was dying? Yeah. So <laughs> I guess we should talk about that. Uh, well, we had a little trauma this weekend. A little trauma, I would say. Gus was on death's door for a sec. Yeah. Gus is our, our family multi-poo that's been in the in the family for 13 years. And if you're a sneaky freak, you've seen Gus on our Patreon parties. You've seen Gus all over the place. He's my little... <laughs> you see him all over the place? He's, he's on, in the news? He's on, he's on the news. He has his own Instagram, Big and Little Dudes. I mean, this guy's been back and forth from Chicago to California with me in the car, I don't know how many times. He's he's seen a lot and he's a he's a good boy and he almost died. He almost kicked the can. Well, I take he's coughing. He can barely breathe. He, he's lethargic. I'm picking him up and I'm thinking this this dog is not long for the world. I start texting my friend who's a vet. She's like, yeah, you should bring him to the hospital right now. Bring him to the hospital. But meanwhile, I had already seen a doctor the day before. Then I I, I go, go home with him. He did the next day. He gets worse. And I'm not going to call them and make an appointment. I'm just going right in there. So you were luckily uh, doing something here, working on some project, and I interrupted your project. Yeah. This time you didn't act like the first time when I needed your help. You're going to bring this story up? Yeah, I'm going to bring it up. I don't know why you remember this story when I was 18 and not a couple years ago when I basically was handling Yogi's ascension from... (laughs) From well, death to we've to, had a couple we've read a couple stories that have been uh, that have been centered around animal death. Do we need to discuss these stories? Yeah. Well, so the, one of them was when I had a cat get hit by a car. I had to climb a ladder. I don't know when you're in a, a situation like a fight or flight situ- situation, you can you have powers that you didn't know you had. I climbed this at least like a two story ladder. I got my arm in a tree, pulled a cat who had gotten hit by a car out of the tree, one handed. Got down somehow. That's how I don't understand. I don't understand how you climb down with a cat in your arm. A dying cat. A dying cat. I, I, I was, actually can't believe it because I'm looking at you now. Yeah. What? I think it would be hard for you to climb up the ladder. What? What? It, what am I? A female, like ninety year old? I am strong when it comes to the, when it comes to something like this in the family. I become very strong. Okay, that's and fair. And I'd like to know if anybody else finds that they they can do things. Oh yeah, beyond superhero, superhero syndrome. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I just made that up. No, no, no. But I've heard shit like that too. So anyway, I pulled the cat out of the tree. Your sister's there. And the two of us are crying and we're, we know she's been hit by a car and that's why she climbed to the tree. And we're about to take her over to the, the cat, the, the, you know, the emergency room. And we see you. And what is your response? Mr. Empathy, Mr. Compassion, caring about the cat. The cat's a family pet for like the last seven years. And what is your response? Can't, can't go with you guys. I'm going to see Batman Returns. The get, Dark Knight. I'm sorry. Whatever. One of those Batman movies. It, I had bought the tickets in advance. Well, I was going. My friend was already there. We were leaving the house. Store. We were. What do you want me to do? The cat's gonna die anyway. Why am I gonna be involved with this? All right. So I take the cat with your sister over to the. The vet. cat had already been gone for three days. I had already mourned the loss of the cat. And by the way, I'm not a really big cat person. Okay, Mister Mister Empathic. You were the one that was already going into. Gus is still alive. You're thinking about the next dog already. No, I you was were just saying. About, are we going to get a Bernie Doodle? What, what type <laughs> no, of dog are we going to get? That's what me and Dees are thinking. No, yeah. And I was like, can we, can we just wait a second before you start planning the next dog? I always say that it's good to have two dogs. If one dies, you still have the other one there. And we only have the one left. 
which he doesn't he wasn't looking too good but he's revived he has a second life again he is he's bouncing around and he's my, resurrected my credit card was maxed out but who cares oh. the dog is alive hopefully hopefully this will he'll be alive for another year i wonder yeah that's what they said at the year at the most but then the doctor another doctor called me and he said you know you might get five years out of him all right, all right. so we're going for five so five i think is worth it it's very good so, but I wonder if other people, other sneaky freaks agree with me that it's it's a hard call because you have to say, how much actually can I afford to keep a dog alive? Yeah. It, I, or a cat or a fish or whatever. You know, a turtle. Blows, yeah, it blows my mind. And you could you could be eating a fish at night. And you, meanwhile, or a goat or a, or a pig. I don't understand how people get pigs you're are more intelligent pigs, than and dogs. Next thing you know, you're spending thousands of dollars on your fucking dog. <laughs> That's right. It's, it's foolish. Your sister's spending thousands on her cat. On an, she's got the cat on an IV every other day. It's, it's taking intravenous fluids. Absolutely nuts. Yeah, it's, it is crazy. And then she asked me to take care of that cat for two weeks. And I said, uh, this is where I have to say no. We live in a very bizarre world. Anyway, well, on to other more interesting things. I like last night we're having our family get together. And one of, uh, one of the gals decides to fix you up with someone. Oh, yeah. Well... I it is actually inter- I actually have a good feeling. I have a good feel here here's I got a good feeling. I'm off hinge. Yeah. And I think people realize I'm desperate as fuck because I've had three people yesterday say they're going to try to set me up with someone. Really? I he, the in what's good is that they're women so they have other women friends most of the time. It's always good to know that the person has friends. And so so it's a little tricky though. I don't. I. I don't love getting set. I. I really appreciate getting set up, but I always feel awkward getting set up because of, what if I'm not attracted to the person? So what? Then this, it's it happens. It's awkward it's, as fuck. But it's this aw- happened last night. I know. You took one look at one picture, and that was it. You're done. I could tell. And then you kind of shamed me like this is a cute person. What? What are you doing? I didn't know. I didn't know what to say. I wasn't shaming you. I was just uh, trying to stick up for the person. And did you agree with me or no? I thought, yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't. I'm looking. The best I, fit. I'm looking for an older. It was. It was just not the right person. I'm yeah, looking she was for too an young. Older, confident hippie goddess. Confident, older, unique, genuine, assertive, and racy woman. Not exactly. You're looking for a cougar. No, I'm not. Why not? Okay, she could fall in the cougar category. Yeah, go with that. Go. You have an old soul. She needs to have an old soul. I also am thinking. You know. Maybe I'll just be alone. Why? 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 Why do I need someone? Because you're constantly about talking about how you're today. sexually frustrated. Ugh. Eventually, my penis you know will, st- will just go numb. You know what? People that say they want to be alone—that's when they find women. Really? Yeah, they've given up on everything, and the less you search for it, then it just happens. Well, maybe I'll stay off hinge for a while then. You know, it's I love beca- that everybody's getting off of social media. It's like the cool thing to do. Yeah, yeah, it is because it's fucking destroying our lives. Yeah, Jess's boyfriend is saying he's been off for three weeks. He feels so much better that he's off of all social media. But meanwhile, he goes on when they, when someone's birthday is coming up. And you? I'm so stressed about the fact that, yeah, I hate being on too many because then I, if I miss a birthday, then I feel shitty. But meanwhile, I don't even go on Facebook to find out about birthdays. So I don't. I shouldn't feel shitty. And basically, I'm getting bored of Instagram. So all I want to do is go on TikTok. We know. And by the way. Yeah. I had a blast. Only in our family can I say, will someone do a TikTok video? And everybody stepped up and did it. No, no, no. 
No, 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 it's no. It's the no. way I saw it. Yeah, you saw it incorrectly. It was a force? You said, it was a force? We need to do a TikTok video before the end of the night. Well, that you, was how it was no, presented. No, when, when you, you weren't there when I first asked everybody to want to do a TikTok video. And your brother's girlfriend goes, I'll do it. Yeah, you guys are two peas in the pod. Everyone else at this point is frustrated with the tic, the excessive TikToking. Okay, it's not excessive. It's fun and stop it. <laughs> and you got to admit you had fun dancing. Look, can we stay on the topic of whether why I think it might be fine to be alone? Is this Cam's Corner? No. Okay, this is an addition. It's coming uh, later. It's a new episode called Cam's Loneliness. I think that... Do you remember when you saw the tortoise? What tortoise? Handsome... Lonesome George? Lo- Lonesome George. Handsome George? <laughs> remember when you saw Lonesome George? We were yeah. in the Galapagos Island. You yeah. see this, this tortoise that's been like... He's like 100 years old. Yeah. I think he died, by the way. I think I read somewhere he died. Yeah. You want to be that guy, Lonesome George? Well, here's what, I'm, here's what I think, okay? I was taking a little walk today, and I was realizing the two things in my life that I feel like I'm lacking right now is a space that allows me to breathe. Okay, because you have a very t- small studio, but it's very stuffy. Because I'm in a box. All right. And then the other thing is, you know, I, I would like a companion. Why? Why do I need these? I'm fine in my studio. Yeah. I'm fine without a companion. I just need to be doing things that I enjoy doing, like taking a walk by myself. A companion would give me that excuse to take walks, to go on little vacations. To This is to all go about your essence. Why do you need an excuse to take a walk anyway? You don't need a companion. That's what I'm saying. That's you should be able to get, take a walk because you want to take a walk. this is what the anger relates to. Yeah, you're angry because you put so many limits on yourself. asceticism. What the fuck is that word? It's like what the Buddha used to do where, you know, they 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 basically prostrate themselves and they don't like take any any s- simple pleasures. Okay. Speaking of which, take that tan. My I, boy. Oh my god, he died. He's he's on his way out and it's just he's, devastating he's, to he, me. He's doing a gus thing. Maybe they need he's to He's doing a gus. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, 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 you know what's weird? What people are talking about this on social media? They're like, this this famous Zen Buddhist is dying, and the people around him are like, that's fake news. We're looking at him; he's fine. That's unbelievable. Who's what putting fake news about? I don't. I, I don't know who to who to trust. The people around him who kind of just want well, his he monastery just had to his, keep he, going. He had his birthday. I know Nin- he had his birthday. Ninety four. Ninety four. You know what? Either way. He is dying. I mean, let's just face facts. He's 94. He's not going to be living that much longer. He had a massive longer. stroke in 2014. Still, but that they was say just being around his ago. presence, you could feel the aura. How much would you love to be around his presence? You have no idea how much I'm, I'm devastated that I can't go visit him before he dies. Why don't you go? What, are we going to get on a plane and go to Plum Village, France? <laughs> is that where he lives? Yeah. And he speaks French? Yeah. That's so cute. He has I, a whole I, monastery For some there. reason, I thought he was like a monk. He is a monk. No, I mean like in Tibet, monk. He was a Vietnamese monk. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Speaking of um, religions. It's time for the segment of the show where we discuss something that we are religiously devoted to. Oh. Uberlube to, to save, save the, the day. day. Uberlube. This is the f- we fucking love Uberlube, se- Uberlube segment. I just gave it to my friend. Yeah. She was so freaking happy. She visited me from Chicago. I said, I got a little care package for you to take back. Because she knows that this stuff is great. Uber Lube is the best lube because of the fact it's good for oral, anal, and vaginal, and it's tasteless, and you don't have a scent, 
and it goes in and out and it's over. It goes in yeah. and out? Yeah, in and out, baby. It doesn't like stick around like the sticky. Oh, it's a perfect layer. It's a perfect thin layer. Uberlube is a high-grade silicone lubricant made with simple ingredients, body-friendly. It's basically silicone with a little vitamin E and the E will nourish your skin. Yeah. I, I like to put it on my skin, just rub it in. That's my, my point. Even nice if you use it for soft. massage or whatever, it softens everything. It's but perfect. We got a listener text about this. Did he or she love it? Yes. This is what the person said. I tried to Uber Lube because I heard about it on your show. My husband absolutely loves it. See, that's what I'm saying. It's a, it's like addicting. We have used it for anal and even for more, for me giving him a quick hand job. Oh, we yeah. love it. I didn't mention that. That's what I love it for the most. You know, it just... Mainly it, my own hand jobs. Oh, my God. I what? give myself my hand All jobs. All right. I don't exactly need to hear this all the time about you and your hand jabs it's also great for Do you ever call it a handy do you ever hear when people call it a handy yeah i go and at night i, I give myself a hand job i say that was a good handy kim yeah is, you know sex with emily says huh. hand jobs are very underrated i agree and especially with uber lube so you could get 10 percent off and free shipping on uber lube right now just go to uberlube.com Use promo code MOM. You'll get 10% off and free shipping. The bottle looks like a little perfume bottle, so it can be like surreptitiously on your nightstand and nobody would know the difference. Our favorite lube, just go to U-B-E-R-L-U-B-E.com. Use promo code MOM. All right. Should we go on to the next segment of the show, Mother? I would love to do Mom's News, Mom's News, Mom's News. Along the religion theme, because we were talking before about Tignatan. Yes. Although Buddhism is not really religion. It's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle, but it's it does have a lot of like kind of religious overtones mm-hmm. to me. This is from TMZ, the most reliable source of, of news on the internet. Mm. I'm being sarcastic. The Archbishop of New Orleans is outraged that a priest allegedly had sex inside a church. So he's doing an exorcism of sorts by having the altar removed and burned. That's with four exclamation marks. Archbishop Gregory Amund called the act demonic. As for how it went down, someone called the cops after allegedly seeing the priest at the St. Peter's and Paul Roman Catholic Church saying they saw the man of the cloth with two high-heeled women wearing corsets. Not one, but two. No way. Yeah. This is actually a pretty hot scene. Yeah, I think it could be a a priest and two two women with with the corsets and, and... well, Are listen these, to this. This has got to be hired he, help. He was dressed in his priestly issue, while well, only partially. The witness shot video of the encounter and went to the no cops. No way. Can you imagine? The priest and the two women were arrested for allegedly violating an obscenity law that prohibits what? people from having sex in public view. What? The women weren't? The priest wasn't? The priest and the two women were like. Oh, okay, okay. What's bizarre here? The only way the witness could have seen it was to peer through the windows. As for oh, the yeah, burning altar, Tom over there. As for the burning altar, the archbishop said it was the only way to restore the sanctity of the church. Adding, "I'm infuriated by his, the priest's actions. When the details come clear, we had the altar. When the details became clear, we had the altar removed and burned. I was, I will consecrate burn the altar. I will consecrate a new altar tomorrow. Do you think there was like?" jizz stains on the altar <laughs> is that what you were thinking i wasn't thinking that but there, there's got to be something going on with the altar if you got to burn the whole fucking thing you think they, they the, the women brought in like a fuck blanket <laughs> they put it over the altar no they just went right on the altar where people's you know are consecrating the, the christenings and all the other shit's going on there 
how you think this was like a one-off thing for the priest, or this is something he did? Oh, a lot? you know, this was a common thing. This is the first time he got caught. This probably happened every fucking. You, and you yeah. think these are prostitutes? That he, no. Yeah. Why did you think that? There was nothing that indicated prostitutes. Okay. How? It, I think it's kind of like a hot scene. I I a actually think it would be with uh, two people. And I I think, I mean, maybe if they're into that whole the bad boy situation. I feel like I've seen this thing happen on Ray Donovan. This is like a scene that would happen there. You know, with the whole catholic church thing and then he goes back after that and go, he gives the whole sermons again yeah it's unbelievable that people can live this double life double life but it, you know at least he's not abusing little boys so that's good it is better he seemed like it was consensual at the minimum it is very good guess what it's time for mother oh no not cam's corner cam's uppers it's the place to be fun living is a life for me it's cam's uppers this is the segment of the show where i get to share something that my mother will usually find boring or useless or annoying or overall depressing It's Cam's Uppers. Cam's Uppers. Get ready, folks. It's got to be really boring. So I was listening to a podcast called Voices of Esalen. You know what Esalen is? Uh, no. It's that place in Big oh, Sur. Oh, that's what I thought. Yeah, it's the like place you wanted to go have a like. It's very yeah, hippie. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's cost lots sex. of money to go there, by okay, the way. Okay, so I was, they have a podcast where they talk, they play like different interviews from the people that speak there. It, some of them, it's a hit or miss type of situation. Um, they had someone on recently, Michaela Bohm. Have you heard of her? Bone or Bohm? B-O-E-H-M. No. Okay. She was asked, I, I'm just going to play a little clip from it because okay. I thought this was kind of interesting. Do you see a common denominator for couples who have a long-lasting sexual attraction? Yes, they usually don't spend much time together. Oh. <laughs> so if that wasn't clear... Yes. Do you see a common denominator for couples that's, that have good sex lives? And she says, yeah, they usually don't spend a lot of time together. Yeah, because it's it's so much. It's like uh, when I was This is a sexuality long... expert, by the way, a, and a therapist. Of Why sorts. do sexuality experts all have that same accent? It's it's like. <laughs> she it's... did sound like Esther Perel. Yeah, I thought it was Esther Perel. And Esther Perel also said the same sort of things. Yeah. Because if you see someone every day, it's like eating, if you're working in a donut shop and you're having donuts every day, they're not special. But if you if you go to a donut shop, you go to Krispy Kreme once every six months, oh, yeah. that donut is going to be like devoured. That's exactly right. Anything that, I, like I had to put my, get, put my computer into the Apple store because it was broken. I put poured honeydew juice all over the fucking computer. And then why did you do that? Anyway? I, I'm chowing down on the honeydew juice. The shit's flying everywhere. Oh my God. And they had to replace the whole keyboard. Anyway, so I w- it was gone for a week and a half. I'm aware. And so going from the old computer... Back to this computer, I have so much more appreciation for this. For modern technology, because yes. the old computer is 2011. And this is exactly what it's like when, you, when you're when you with a partner for day in and day out, and you leave them, you come back, sex is going to be on fire. Well, listen, I was I was on, uh, we were long distance, me and Dee's, for like four years. Yeah. I'm very well aware of this. I mean, so, you do stuff then, that, you know, you, if I probably had more sex when we were long distance for four years and I've had the 10 years since. So she she has, so, you know, this makes sense to me. Like, you just grow numb to things typically, but she goes on and gives a different re- reason, actually. Is it the Coolidge effect? Well, the Coolidge effect is kind of what we're describing. So what is her reasoning? That we like novelty, whatever. Yeah. You know, no, her, what she says, actually, is that if you want hot sex, 
you need to have polarity in your sex life. Meaning that like in this situation, men and women have masculinity, masculinity and femininity. Okay. In any given relationship, it could be two men, two women. One of those people will have a more ma- masculine dominant side and the other will have a more feminine dominant side because of the, the chemistry you guys have together. Okay. But when you spend, t- are you following? Yeah. When you spend time with each other, you become more similar to one another. And your polarity kind of morphs into similarity. Sort of like a boringness. So the masculine person will become a little more feminine. The feminine person will become a little more masculine. And then there's not enough of this sexual chemistry, this pole, these, this, the attention. The dynamic. To create this eroticism. Because it's too similar. What do you think of that? That's interesting. Yeah. It's actually not that boring. Thank you. I thought I was. I thought you give me the. You were giving me the face that looked like. Can I we thought, get, Can we move on? No, no. Actually, that. But so, what is the? So, what the takeaway is? I don't know if I. I, buy, I don't know if I buy that. Let me honestly. tell you something about the takeaway on this. It could be you need to spend more time apart, which is difficult considering the fact that we're in a time of more togetherness than ever. Yes, we had some listener texts about that. Yeah, or the other takeaway would be, don't have sex for a while, and then when you do have sex, it's going to be really good. Yeah, you deprive yourself a little bit so you have like some appreciation. Edging. Yeah, kind of. Huh. Yeah, I would say like I am a big per- believer in quality versus quantity of sex for my sex life. I like to have it. If it's going to be a little quickie, then eh, why, why bother? I like to make the whole shebang, like a whole evening of it. Mm-hmm. That's my kind of sex. But then, of course, you, there's not that many opportunities to do that either because you're always, you know, got shit going on in your life and a lot of it is in the evenings. So... Do you think that I, you know, I'm spending a lot of time here. Yeah, you're a little bit of a cock block. Am I? No, of course not. Will you? Would you tell me if I'm uh, being a cock block? Yeah, I'd say, Cam, get the fuck out of here. I have no time alone with these. You you would tell me, though? Yes, I would. Okay, because yeah, I'm no relying problem. on you to tell me I have me no that. problem telling you to get the fuck out. No, the reason you're, you're saying that for our Sneaky Freak listeners is because we do a lot of editing, and Cam is a workaholic, so a lot of it ends up going into the wee hours of the evening. What do you mean a lot of editing? I edit maybe once every I'm week. I'm talking about other things that we like, uh, recording, Instagram. I'm here because I, you are the only people I'm hu- oh. interacting with, and I enjoy spending time with you and guys. And also, you have learned to cook. I've, I'm enjoying cooking with D's. I'm enjoying this. And when, when you, for a while, when we couldn't get together anymore, it was very sad. It was. I was yeah. very lonely. I was lonely, too. We were all lonely. It's nice to be a family together when you're in the time of a crisis. People always say you should strengthen your Kegel muscles, but I got to tell you, Cam, most of my friends don't even know where their Kegel muscles are to strengthen. So what do you tell them to do? You have to use Intensity by Pour Moi. What is it? It's an intimate health stimulation device. I've tried this and it actually works, by the way. It looks like a vibrator, but it's so much more. What is it? It's two different options. One is to stimulate the Kegel muscles and the pelvic floor, and the other is for pleasure. So you can actually, it's like going to a personal trainer and, and having pleasure at the same time. That sounds like my ideal personal trainer, actually. It's a personal trainer for your Someone to jack me, jack me off while strengthening my muscles. Right. By strengthening the pelvic floor, you end up having much stronger orgasms. If you want better orgasms, go to poormoi.com and enter promo code MOM at checkout. You'll get $25 off any sale that's already going on you get $25 off just by using code mom at p-o-u-r-m-o-i.com you'll be supporting our show 
You'll be supporting our our sponsors. You'll, You'll be, be supporting, supporting your, your Kegels. Kegels. I would like to read some listener texts, Mother. I would like to hear them. Okay. So this is from Ashley. I'm in grind mode right now, so I do not have time to pursue a relationship. I can get by with porn and a good toy most days, but sometimes I really miss physical contact with another person. It would be amazing if I could pay somebody to suck on my titties for an hour <laughs> and then get the hell out. Any thoughts? How much do you think something like that would cost? I think she should go on one of these uh, dating, like a friend seeker, whatever. Friend finder? Friend finder or Fet Life or one of these things. I bet you there's a guy out there, all he wants to do is suck titties. Do you know what I I wouldn't, mi- I wouldn't mind this type of relationship. Why don't you contact Ashley and tell your co-sucker titties? I'll suck the titties, but <laughs> I, I don't even think you need to pay me. I, I mean, I, I would like it to be a reciprocal I'm relationship. Saying. I'm not going to just go over and suck titties and leave. I bet you there are, ta- that's a fat, that's for sure a fetish. I'm guaranteed, like some people like to go suck toes. Some people like tits. Some people like wedgies. Th- Honestly, I'm not even that much of a tit guy. All right, the but whole thing, why, honestly, why is this about you all of a sudden? It's about Ashley. Because I was offering my services to Ashley. Uh, Ashley, you don't even know if Ashley lives in the United States. I know, but still, I, I'm just saying, I I would actually, I would, on second thought, you'd have to pay me just to come over for an hour, because then it's, now it's just like a transaction. Yeah, but so I, think she can, I, can, I think she can easily find someone who will be more than willing to do it for free and enjoy every moment of it. As a matter of fact, I remember talking to this guy he said that he went to a uh, bachelor party and they had some girl came in and all she was wearing was uh, bikini bottoms and she put whipped cream on her tits and she went from person to person and each one licked the whipped cream off the, her tits. And I'm thinking to myself, that's got to be, this is before COVID, that's got to be a germ fest. I don't like that at all. It's like you're, you and your fountain spitting each other. This, these guys are licking off the same tits. As you. It's very bizarre. Yep. So there's a there's a there's a definite preference for the, the, those titties out there. I kind of like that though. That this I, there's something there's something subversive about that whole situation. They the guys are paying her. They think that they're gonna she's gonna come over and service them. No no no, she gets serviced by all of them. Are you talking about the girl with the shaving the whipped cream on her tits? Yeah yeah. She don't want to do that. She you is, don't. Th- I think I feel like that's way more pleasuresome for her than it is for for them in that situation. It's a little bit, uh, it could be seen just an from, interesting her, from status her, play. She, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. She, maybe she didn't feel that that's, that's uh, something. That she wanted to be doing? Yeah, but she didn't know these people. They were manhandling her tits. I mean, some of them biting her nipples. Who knows what's going on? I guess, so, yeah, I guess it's the way you view titties. It, no, <laughs> it, it depends on if, if you're feeling like you want to be put in that position as having someone else have power over your body. There's a lot of layers over there. Yeah, I'm not saying what I would say. I mean, I could see where you would think it would be hot, but that's like be, like even if you were a porn star, you would think it, it could be hot, but you're also still at the mercy of someone else telling you what to do. Moving right along to the next question from Mackenzie. She's looking for tips and tidbits and how to move past a breakup that you know wasn't healthy for you deep down. I lived with him for three months once COVID happened, except for when I was working. I'm a pediatric ICU nurse who works night shifts. Totaling out to an eight-month relationship. Jesus Christ. I've been I've had two much longer relationships, but I think the living together is what has been so difficult. I, I know that both of you are full of great advice and wisdom. Oh, thank you very much. Anything is appreciated. Much love. Mackenzie, 27, Leo, San Antonio, Texas. Okay. I love that she's a Leo. Let's start with that. 
Okay, so I think the operative phrase for me that, that stuck in my craw was when she said... Stuck in your craw? Yeah. She Wait, said, what the fuck is stuck in your craw? You never heard that expression? No. It just kind of got stuck there. I'm thinking, what, what's bothering what, what me? What is your craw? Your craw? I don't know. It's stuck in your, like, your chest or something. I don't know. It's stuck in your mind. Is that she knew it wasn't a healthy relationship deep down. So I know that's not going to be that easy to break up with someone, especially who's really hot. Um and had other qualities that she might like, but if she knows it's not healthy, then that should make it a lot easier. What do you think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. This this is the short term pain, long term gain situation. That's right. This is uh, you cut nip it in the bud relative to being in a relationship with this person for fifteen years, and then discovering this down the line. And also figure out why were you in an unhealthy relationship altogether. Like do some self exploration, go to a therapy session. Well, I think during COVID, you you know. You take what you can get sometimes. Or or she just found out how unhealthy it was when she started living with him. Because sometimes you find that out it too. It is intense to just immediately move in with someone. Living together is not easy under any circumstances. Yeah. You know, people glamorize it when you see on movies and TV and stuff. But it, sometimes it's really annoying to live with someone. I think uh, Michaela Bohm would agree with you. <laughs> okay. It, wait, who? Anyway, to get any tips for her to get past the breakup, she's probably in a lot of pain right now. Um, yes, get another puppy in the kennel. What? Get another boyfriend? Yeah, not boyfriend. No, not another boyfriend. I actually, we, just start, we never even, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I would just say just date, like, like just start talking to guys online. You know, when I was single, I just really kind of wanted to talk to a guy. I, it wasn't like I even wanted to date anybody, but I, it's kind of like wanted to talk to a guy if I had stuff in my life. It's different than talking to a female friend sometimes. Did you want, did you want like a sounding board or did you want someone to desire you? Both. You wanted to be desired. Yeah, but it's more important. Yeah. Everyone just wants to be desired. Yeah. I, I couldn't give a fuck about being desired. Okay. What does that mean? I'm I'm desireless. <laughs> you, you know, it's not true. <laughs> it is not true. It yeah. is nice to be desired when I'm desiring the other person. Well, that's the whole that's thing. That's the rub. Yeah. If they're annoying, that's one thing. But you know. Okay. So yeah, that that's that's our best advice right now, Mackenzie. I would just say self love self-exploration, figure out why you're in a relationship or any kind of a relationship with, if the person's not healthy. That's the I, first thing. I would highly recommend taking a little time and loving yourself, that self-love yeah. component. Take a walk with yourself. Go masturbate. Go get yourself one of those intensity. Intensity by poor moi. Yeah, go get yourself an intensity. You might like that. It'll strengthen your Kegel muscles at the same time. As, it's as giving you a, a little vibe. A little vibe. I want to move on to a little rapid fire question questions that were given to us by ray and captain megan oh we, we just got a bunch of questions over here should we just rapid fire them sure all right we got the first one which is well, who's the one that got away for me yeah george clooney george clooney got away he got away from me did was there ever a chance no you never met george clooney no mm. no one ever got away from me your, your dad tried to get away from me but he came back oh wow i uh the one that got away from me was kristen walker we all know this oh so you were 12 12 on the alaskan princess cruise <laughs> we spoke about three words to one another one time in a hot tub and that was the end for me that was fell right in love how many it was years the ago titanic was this? all over it i could smell the, the sweet smoked salmon I, how many I, years I ago was her. this uh, this is good 19 years ago. 
19 years ago, Kristen Walker is still on the brain. She, she you grew up brain. in, you told me you were from Missouri. All right, Kristen Walker from Missouri. Contact Cam. God damn it. If you know Kristen Walker, tell her I'm still pining away over here. What was and I'm single. Then we got a, we got another question here from Maybe Cam. Maybe that's why what? I don't I don't do well when someone tries to set me up because I know my one true love is still out there. She is. Yeah. Have you ser- searched on social media for her? There's about 6,000 Kristen Walkers in the United States alone. What about in Missouri? I I I haven't yet. Then you run into problem if she got married and changed her name. Oh, she's definitely married by now. I think I found one that got away. Oh, this is definitely not her. This is a sixty-year-old woman, huh? But he was married when I met him, so there was never. It wasn't like I had him and then he got away. He just got away. Oh, because he was married. Fuck that. Yeah, but that would have been a good one. This is the guy you went out with. You went out with no, the married guy. No, I didn't go out with the married guy. Oh, it was it was just someone you pined after because he was married. I just met him, and no, I, well, I didn't pine after him because he was married. I just said I I was met him. I thought he was adorable, but he was married. It happens. Yeah. Mom, do you know what car manufacturer designs this car? Yes, I do. What is it? Volkswagen. Oh, she got it right. I love this app. Trivia Star is a very fun game if you're bored at home or if you're just moving around and you want to occupy some time. It's a free mobile quiz game that's entertaining and challenging. You know when I used it? What? I'm in line for two and a half hours at the DMV. Yeah. I was all set to take the you know the driver's test on the road or whatever. Instead, I was doing Trivia Star. Yeah, and what's great is that you probably could choose a category all about cars because they have over 60 <laughs> categories to choose from. It's just fun. What can I say? It's a good app to have on your phone. Hey, look at me. I, I didn't think I even could remember anything, but I just got that one right. And it's nice because it starts off easy, but as you get better and better, it gets harder and harder over time. And you get the coins and gems. It's a very fun game. It's more than that. At my age or any age, you should start strengthening the brain muscle. And by doing these trivia questions, you're actually going back and using parts of your brain that you normally wouldn't use. Look at that. Right now, Trivia Star is offering you 2,500 coins and 500 gems when you download and play just go to apple or google store and search for trivia star again search trivia star and enjoy 2500 coins and 500 gems mom it's so fun download trivia star for free today and let us know how you like it uh this is a question from captain megan by the way this rapid fire round has not been going so rapidly yeah captain megan says what was the best experience either of you had while high any drug at all I had a great experience when I was searching for cicadas in the backyard when I was high. Searching for cicadas? We had such a good time. I was with this guy and we were smoking hash. And we got so stoned that we were in the backyard looking for cicadas. When was this? It was a cicada outbreak in Chicago about uh, 12 years ago or something. You were smoking? Where do you get a hash? Oh, a friend of mine gave it to me. You had hash? Yes, yeah, some guy went to Amsterdam, brought it back, and he gave me a little of it. So you smoked hash and under, looked for under cicadas? Under a glass, under a glass. I've never heard of this story. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. What do you mean under a glass? You put the hash on a table. Actually, the guy who gave it, the original guy that gave it to me and I were in a bathroom when we were doing it at someone else's house, and we put it on the countertop, and then you take a glass and you put it over the, the piece of hash and it starts smoking, and then you suck the smoke out from under the glass... And you become so high that you don't, I don't know, the two of us literally sat and talked for about eight hours straight. Is it like a weed high? Yes, but much more intense. It's like an opium high. So we talked for like eight hours. It seemed like eight hours, probably closer to four hours. No recollection whatsoever what we talked about. Zero. 
Zero. I'm sure if I asked him, he had no recollection either. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever had a conversation like that where you talk to someone for like eight hours? I know that feeling, but would that create anxiety for you or are you fine with that? I have no anxiety about that. Why would I? I don't know. Maybe you shared something you don't want to share. Who gives a shit? He can't remember. If I couldn't remember, he can't remember. (laughs) Um, I think that's a wonderful experience. And what, did you have one? I remember being at uh, Coachella. This is so typical i was at coachella this is supposed to be a good experience not a bad one that it was sharing. a good experience i was at mdma whoa look at you molly out you're, you're tapping me you're and just I, a tapper right and, now and then I, I was with this it was with a friend in my, and we met up with another friend of mine who was a girl and she had a friend with her my friend and the other and the girl and my my two friends hit it off and then i hit it off with this other girl on MDMA. Do you think yeah, if you were not on MDMA, you would have been as into her? As well, she was on cocaine, unfortunately. Who cares what she was on? I'm because saying, you're on very different experience. You're having very different experiences. Yeah, she's well, like she's all ego centric because of the cocaine. It gets you fucking like I'm the fucking hottest shit here. And meanwhile, I'm on Molly, which is like there is no such thing as an ego. We're all love and connected. It's flower power, baby. Yes, and, and it was a weird... I realized that she had a good sense of humor and that set me over the edge. But do you think if you were not on MDMA, which is ecstasy, right? Yeah. If you were not on this, do you think that you would be into this girl? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You still would have been into her. Yeah. Oh, okay. I it was just... I felt way So why don't you go her. search her? Oh, it's not a good match. Okay. Okay, so the next person, Ray, again, which drug is best to have sex on? Um, hash. <laughs> That's I'm another sorry. story. There was another hash time? Yeah, there was another hash Get time. the fuck out of here. I, I wish I could get some hash. I had a period of my life when I was getting hash, and now I don't get any hash. Who is giving you hash? I, get, I have people that give it to me. I don't know. Which drug is best to have sex on? I would say mindfulness. Oh, for crying out! What? I swear to God, no. you want that's the best that's drug you're drug. gonna have. That's a drug. Oh you get, my do a nice, God! Do a Boring. Nice, nice meditation. Twenty minute meditation. Oh. Get in the body with oh. the other per- person ahead of time. You're gonna have the best sex of your life. A little deep breathing. Lame thing I've ever heard you say. Okay. Moving right along. What drug? Wait, are you kidding me? What drug is best to have sex on? You say mindfulness. Yeah. Okay. What I think you're completely off base. I think you're you're out of your fucking gourd on on hash. You can't remember shit, and that's the best sex you're gonna have. Yeah, no chance. It's it's you do some deep breathing with some mindful <laughs> mindfulness. Are you kidding me? You get erect like a fucking rock. <laughs> Race asks again. How do you deal with mismatched libidos? Well, go watch Sunny Megatron's TikTok. Oh, she she. You want to hear it? Put it on. I'm not going to put it in right now. It's pretty good. All right. Well, give it a summary. The summary is that you plan a date night to have sex, and then you you kind of do stuff to lead up to it, and it really helps for mismatch. Like the person, and you switch off who plans it. So one one time it could be you know you, and one time it could be your partner, and then whoever's planning it kind of like can say whether what you know roles they want to do, what what kind of role play or fun cosplay or whatever kind of play you want. Who knows with her? I love that. So you really set the you really set it up you for success. You set it up all day long. Like you send nude pictures under your desk. It's like going on vacation almost. Yeah, you she gotta said put Tuesday. some thought into she it. She said Tuesday. Tuesdays. So we know that Sonny has sex on Tuesday nights. Well, that was pretty fun last night. Then, 
Oh, All right. Okay. I'm going to say if you got mismatched libidos, you got to figure out each other's triggers to get in the mood. All right. That should be discussed outside of the bedroom, not in the bedroom. What the if, hell are you, you talking to about? Triggers. What triggers? Like, you know, and um, like what 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 puts me in the mood? What turns me on? What puts me in a situation where I'm turned on? What is it? Is it looking at TikTok? No. How do you know? Dang, some people might be turned on by TikTok. I'm not. I think putting I get in the mood. I'm very my body. Why you, do you roll your fucking eyes at me? Because I know that you get in the mood if you if someone if a woman looks at you, you get in the mood. No, that's not true. Yeah, not true. And if a woman you're interested in gives you a look. Yeah, yeah, obviously. <laughs> so that's your trigger. She, she gives you a look, and that's if it. If it's a person I'm interested in, it's and a look. There are five people on the planet who I'm interested in, maybe. So once you figure out your trigger was that she looks at you, then that's that's it for you. What a good plan. Listen, it, here's a trigger: a seven day silent retreat. It's a trigger. On day six or seven, you can, you could barely keep me contained. Okay, so that's that's. So if you got mismatched libidos, whoever's whoever is a fucking not ready to have sex, get get away from that your partner for a second. Enjoy that what we were describing earlier that the separation. Maybe spend some time in the wilderness and then come back. You'll be ravenous. By the way, Sunny also said you can also have, if it's your night, it doesn't have to necessarily be sex. You're going to say, I want you to give me my back massage tonight. It could be something like that. That's great. That's yeah. exactly the type yeah. of shit. Yeah. All right. Last, last comment from Ray. He says, and not that it's relevant to the questions, but I thought you might like the, to know that I'm playing the Sound of Music soundtrack for my daughter. <laughs> I am delighted to know this. The hills are live. I love that. With the sound of music. I do like the soundtrack from the sound of music, but what what does that have to do with anything, Ray? <laughs> I don't know. What, what, I don't know, but why, he's why a does sneaky he say, freak. Why does he say Cam would be delighted to know this? Why I, that was I, my little note. I'm delighted to know oh, this. Oh, that's your note. I thought he said Cam was delighted to know this. No, I, no, that's me I saying I think that. that's very sweet. because that, that is it, it, it is a good thing to share music with your daughter, especially... Um, Good music with Julie Andrews. Yes. Yeah. Now, my friends, we're coming to the end of our show. We did. We got uh, so many responses about penis size. We're Good. gonna make a, a, a Patreon bonus episode. Oh boy, where we include all of everyone's responses about penis size and and their feelings about it because it's absolutely fascinating. And do you know I, I just did a video on TikTok about penis size? You did? Yeah. I didn't know that. Oh yeah. So I'll play that for the patrons. All right. Well, I wanted to thank all of you, speaking of patrons, who are coming to our Zoom patron party tonight, October 14th at 5 p.m. Pacific time. Thank you so, so, so much for your support. We it's cannot wait to hang out with you. Bring your animals. It's not too late. If you're listening to this before 5 p.m. Pacific time today, Wednesday, 10, 14, sign up for patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash sex talk with my mom. And donate a little bit of money, $5. And then you'll be able to Zoom with us. You'll be supporting our show. You'll get this extra content. It's a fucking blast. And you show some support, some love for this free fucking show. You may actually see it on a possum or a hedgehog, too. That's, that's absolutely correct. So anyway, please join us on Patreon. And if you haven't already left a review, please leave a review on iTunes. We did get a review uh, that someone emailed us, actually. Oh, Okay. So they didn't post Actually, this for some reason. Oh, I got a no. I got one on Instagram too. 
uh, usually the reviews we're asking for are wherever you're listening to the podcast, but sometimes people just send us their thoughts. So I wanted to read one. And then I will read one as well. Okay, this one says, I'm so hard and I need some pussy kiss kiss. Oh, is that directed towards you? I don't have a pussy. But he knows how you feel about being hard. So maybe maybe he's just a just a fellow hard man. <laughs> he's a fellow guy that likes to be triggered and get hard. That's correct. Oh, I thought I, I actually thought. Thank you, you for that review. Yeah, thank you. That was a great review, and um, I'm glad he sh- he shared that with us. Uh, Denise said, "Thank you, Cam and Karen, about this week's podcast episode and talking about divorce in response to a listener's message. I went through a divorce nearly a year and a half ago, and wish I had heard what." both of you had said back then so denise i'm glad to have you here now and hope that whatever we said uh made made some impact that is very sweet yeah thank you i'm very happy that 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 helps you i actually recommended my book a cougar's guide to getting your ass back out there and she said she's already had it and was reading it wow cool thank you denise yeah um i'm we did get some last minute responses to the question that we posed last week which was if there's any anyone out there that you'd recommend as a male role model, because it's hard to come by these days. Is Matthew McConaughey one of them? No one has mentioned Matthew McConaughey, but that's not a bad one. Rachel said the first thing that came to mind was Dwayne the Rock Johnson. A lot of people have suggested Dwayne the Rock Johnson. I wonder why. The most followed man on social media in the world. And he was like a world wrestler. Yeah, and a famous actor. So what is he so He's awesome. pretty great. He's pretty great. I mean, he's a very he is very traditional. Who I think you in, say? in what, terms what, of masculinity. What about Tignatan? I I started thinking that. Well, is that's a very he's also a male role model for me. And what about the Dalai Lama? By the way, when I found out he was dying, I literally started crying. Oh, yeah, another loss. So, but so it's hard for me to rectify uh, to reconcile my desire to be to have Dwayne the Rock Johnson as a role model and and Tignatan. It's like a combo would be Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> if they Brianna were to... said Keanu Reeves is a good role model. Keanu Reeves, why? I don't know. And that he was. I listened to a podcast with him because oh. of this. He's a cool guy. Well, I remember him in a movie uh, Speed. I think it was when he took over the yeah. bus. That was kind of like a wild movie. But you know, I think what the problem I have with this male role model, he, we don't know what. These people are really like in real life. They could be complete assholes, but do a good job. Like the Rock could be like this, a serial killer for all we know. We, you know, it, it may look like he's awesome. I know, but then you have like it's so clear. Female role models are very clear. Why? Beyonce is a good female. Why? Role model. Why? Yeah, you don't know what she's really you like. You know she's. You you don't know what she's really like. Who knows what she might be like? A little pain in the ass at home. Maybe she's a whiny little bitch at home, but puts on a good so social maybe media. So it's foolish to. Yeah, you're looking at what the social media wants you to see, and it could be all nonsense. I mean, Madonna. I'm just. Uh, maybe Madonna could be a role model, and who knows what yeah, she's really a, like? She can be a complete bitch. It is. It's well. I'll tell you who I think would be a good role model for you. Who? Seth Avid of the Avid Brothers. Jesus Christ. I am actually more interested in the people that actually study um, gender, masculinity, femininity, because these are questions that I'm 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 grappling with. So are you are you actually interested in just learning a little bit, or are you interested in finding a role model? Well, I think they kind of go hand in hand. Why don't you be your own role model? Ooh, look where that's gotten me. What um, does that mean? 
what the hell does that mean? I'm just curious about it still, and I would like our listeners, you sneaky freaks, please take a second if you're folding laundry, wherever you are, washing dishes, text us at 310-356-3920 and let us know who you think should be my role model. Or if you think, if you agree with mom, then maybe I don't need one. Or who's your role model? All right. We've come to the end of the show. Thank you very much for all of your love and support. Oh, boy. Here we go. The pressure's on. And let me tell you about the birds and the bees and the flowers and the trees and having fun with the family. Okay. It worked. It was not bad. Yeah. It wasn't the most interesting, but it wasn't bad. What do you mean it wasn't the most interesting? It wasn't the most interesting. How am I going to make it interesting in one line? All right. Love you guys. Bye. Bye. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.